So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna continue where we left off last week. We're again learning Torah Yud Beis in Tinyana, which, as we mentioned last week, is one of the two most fundamental Torahs in all of Brest of Torah. There's Azamra, Nikudya Teva, there's Aye, and each one of them come to represent, you know, and talk about a different Nikuda of the Chizik that the Rebbe gave over to Reb Nassim and to really all of us, all of us, really the whole world. And uh, each one each one of them talk about a very different Nikuda. And we we spoke about at the beginning of the Torah that there's, um, at the beginning of the Torah, we, we, we mentioned last time that what the Rebbe began the Torah with, and we'll have to see really how this ties into the Torah, is that he began it with explaining that when a person goes after his own seichel and his own chachma, then a person falls into tremendous, tremendous mistakes and machshelis rabbim. A person falls into terrible mistakes and he's able to come, love the day, Royce Kadelis. We spoke last week about the specific mistake that he was talking about, the Ramami Pano, who was makbed not to even have one hair from his beard grow because he held in a chutzlaretz. It wasn't shaykh to be able to have the, uh, the kedusha of the beard in chutzlaretz. It was only shaykh. The kedusha of the beard is so holy that it's only shaykh for Yisrael. And, you know, Rasan said that that was what the Nachman was referring to when he was talking about this territory Yud Beis is because there was a certain taste that even though, again, it was coming from a place which is kedusha, Nevada Rami Pano was Kaidish Kedashim. It was one of the greatest Mekobolim. But Afal Pikein, the taste ended up leading to certain things. And in general, what he's talking about is, again, maybe that, that mashal may not be negah for us, but he's talking is that for us in our own lives, we need to understand that a person can't follow his own seichel, a person can't follow his own chachma, a person can't make decisions by himself. Well, it would be better if I did things this way. So even though the Abanisham said, you know, to go this way, I think it would be better if I found another avenue, another way to be able to serve the Abanisham. It doesn't work like that. Everything needs to be al And that's what Rabbi Nachman himself said, that a person has to follow. A person can take and understand and, and explain every single line of the Imran any way that he wants, which means they're all left up to every person's explanation. And the specific left away, the very, very cryptic Torah is, and everybody has the everybody has a literary what's called a literary liter, literary license to be able to write and to be able to understand and to be able to expand on them any way they want. Or learning the stories, it's the same thing. Nachman says as long as one thing, as long as you don't touch one one ice in Shulchan Aruch, as long as you don't change anything. If learning the Torah of Rab Nachman is now going to cause you to think that oh. Now, you know, Hispoididus is Oila Alakal, and therefore I could skip davening Shachras because Hispoididus is Oila Alakal. It's more important than everything else. That means more important than Shachras. And so that's not what I meant. Anytime you, anytime you move one iota from one thing, one, one akuda in Shulchan Aruch, Nachman said that's not what I meant. This clearly wasn't my kavana. Kavana was always to work with Shulchan Aruch. And it's interesting because Breslov itself has, has a very, very, very strict, you know, Zahiris when it comes to Allah. There's no. Even by other chassidim, sometimes you find various things in terms of zvani tefillah, in terms of eating before davening, in terms of let's say chabad. You know, they don't do shal shudas, they don't wash for shal shudas, they don't sleep in the sukkah. There's various things that go on within other, you know, groups of chassidim and sects of chassidim, which a lot of them like them had a hard time with them. Breast, if you don't find a bechlal, a kiuzet, there's none of that. There's no breast of shulas davening at ten o'clock in the morning. Every real breast of shulas following from Nachman's derech is for davening v'sikin every day, and the following uh, and, the, and, the, and, the da, and the davening and the davening before before it's before it's man krishma. Every Shabbos says, no, there's no moving, there's no, uh, you follow the path, very, very clear, very, very straight, person following Allah constantly, and that's very, very important. Now, that, again, that doesn't mean, and we'll talk about this as we go through the Torah, that doesn't mean that a person's a fool. It doesn't mean the person doesn't have any seichel. If other person has to have seichel, a person has to understand things, the person has to experience things, but at the same time, it's all done with the, with the bittel to know that ultimately the Rabbanu is best. So, there's a very, very big difference, you know, between a child asking his parent to explain a decision that they made is very different than the child arguing with the parent and saying, I know better than you. Which means there's two dargas. A child can either say, listen, I know better, and therefore, you know, I think I have a different way of doing things. That's obviously when a person's, when the child's going after the own seichel, and that leads them to make terrible mistakes, because the kid doesn't really know better, he doesn't have the life experience, he doesn't have the knowledge, he doesn't have all the things that the parents know and grew up with. But then there's another way of saying, okay, I understand, I trust you. Can you just explain to me the decision that you're making? It's very, very often, you know, we 
I've seen this as a rough sometimes where, you know, you can have different, different people in the shul. Some of the people in the shul will say, okay, you know, I understand and I respect and I, I, I just, can you explain this, this, and this, you know, the way things work or the way things are. I just had a conversation with somebody today about something in Morty Stiebel where, you know, he had an issue with the way something was. So came over to me and said, you know, I understand that. I, I, I just want to understand the decision that was made. Can you explain it to me better? And yeah, we had a great conversation. I explained my point, he explained his point, but a very healthy, conducive conversation. Then these people will say, I want to go after my own seichel. I think I know better. I think I have my own chachma. So you may be missing a lot of the points to understand how the decision was made when you're not following the seichel and the chachman. It's the same thing. That every, every person is a child to the Rabbanu Shalom. And the goal is not to say, Rabbanu Shalom, I don't need to know anything. Just, I'm going to follow you blindly. The goal is to have seichel. The goal is to understand things. The goal is to have chachma. But at the same time, to do it with the tmimus, to do it with the knowledge that at the end of the day, everything I know is not really getting to the core, is not really getting to the, to the essence of, uh, of what I'm trying to get. Just, just, uh, you see a vape, a blue vape? Yeah, just, I'm just kidding. No problem. I didn't see a blue vape. No, I'm sorry. So a, a, person, a, person has to go, a person has to go on the one hand with, you know, with the tmimus, with simplicity to be able to say, the best, and anything that I do know, any seichel that I do acquire, and understanding it is not the essence of it, it's not the, it's tamea mitzvahs, it's just, it's some way of understanding it, but at the same time, a person can't say I know better. And that's, again, this fine line that a person needs to follow, where in the one hand is chachma, on the one hand is seichel, but at the same time, this tamea mitzvah. Rachman himself writes in Teru Yudzai, in Teru Samach, Rachman writes in Teru Samach, Izvav, Rachman writes, when it comes to, he's talking about the concept of seichel and chachma and understanding things, Rachman writes, um, he writes that the ikra of chiyas of something, the ikra way to be alive with something, is seichel. Like the passage in Gehela says, that when a person puts seichel into the avayda, if I heard it gives chiyas to the avayda. If I'm just doing things in a way which is very cold and way without any seichel, without any understanding it, without any any thought put into it, so there's no chiyas to it. Bechlau. When a person into the place of sleeping where I'm just doing everything in a robotic fashion, that's not either the tachlis. And therefore, a person has to be able to find the balance where, on the one hand, I want to be able to gain as much seichel and chachma as possible. I want to be able to know as much as possible, to be able to understand as much as possible. At the same time, to know, like we said last week, that the ultimate point of knowledge is to know that I don't know anything and I'm just scratching the surface. I'm just trying to understand a little bit more to try to get a little bit more clarity and a little bit more to be able to get a little bit more understanding into the things that I'm doing. And therefore, a person can't go. That's, that's his lashon. That's the issue. The issue is not having that you should have. But if you're following your seichel and chachma, then then a person falls into terrible mistakes. I have to have seichel, I have to have chachma, but I can't follow. That can't be my guiding light, is my own seichel and chachma. It has to be the Torah of the Rabbanu Shalom, it has to be halacha, it has to be my rabbeim, it has to be the das Torah, it has to be following something that has a clarity, which is beyond the own, my own clarity that I have. And then Mamela, a person is able to go in a way, in a way which is uh, in a way which is clear, in a way which is following the path, and a person is able to go in a place which doesn't have seichel and chachma. But fakir, like he says, when a person goes after seichel and chachma, a person can fall to terrible mistakes, like we mentioned last week, the mistakes of Shabbat Tzvi and uh, and that whole cut, which you know a lot of it came. I just happened to have just been reading this week in a book. We're talking about Shabbat Tzvi, you know, used to quote very often that the Zerah Kaddish that says, you know, that the Klippas are all bad on the outside and all good on the inside, and 
that, you know, Shab Tzvi used to say that Fakara, we mentioned this last week even, I just haven't seen it again in, in a book in another version of it, that Shab Tzvi used to say that the, the, his goal and his intention was to go all the way down to the Klippa, to be able to pull out all the tie from within the Klippa. It's going to go down to Christianity, whatever, Islam, he ended up converting to Islam. It's going to go down into the worst, worst places, and he'll be able to convert, he'll be able to elevate all the Kedush that's hidden over there. And again, he used the Zara Kaddish to try to, you know, whitewash everything he was doing to try to say everything he was doing was Kaddish but that's also following your own Chachma and your own Seichel then a person can fall to terrible, terrible mistakes like these Risham G'daylam or for some him that ended up being involved in these terrible things the Ikar Yehadis Hu Leilich Patrimus Upshitas like Rachman says Tmimus Upshitas Belishim Chachmas Ulistakal Bechol Dover Sha'ise Shia Sham Hashem Izbarach Ublil Ashkech Kual Al Kvayt Atzma and the Ikar is to try to be Marba Kvayt Shemayim Rak Em Yesh Bezek Kvayt Hashem Izbarach Yasa the im love, love. That the ikr, the guiding light, the guiding principle in my life is I'm trying to be marbek kvayt shemaim. That's the only thing I'm trying to do. I'm trying to add kvayt shemaim. If it is marbek kvayt shemaim, great. And if it's not marbek kvayt shemaim, then I don't do it. That's the only thing that matters to me. The only thing that I follow is how am I able to be marba more and more kvayt shemaim in my life. If that's what I, if that's the way that I follow, if that's the path that I'm following, to try to be marba kvayt shemaim, then I'm not going to make any mistakes. I'm not going to fall into my own chachma, my own seichel, my own covet. It's going to be following the covet of the rabbanu shalom, and then a person will be able to remain on the straight and narrow. And that's really the hakdama, and we'll have to see how that ties into the next part because the next part now is going to get into what happens when a person does fall into the place of chachmas. What happens when a person does fall into the place of having a yirida, how a person is able to be Megala, the covet of the Rabbanu Shalom, even over there, which as he just mentioned, that if the Iker, my Iker role, and my Iker guiding light in life is to be Marbek Chemayim, so that I'm going to figure out how even when I fell to the place of Chachmas, even when I've made the mistakes and I'm on the wrong place and I've ended up in a terrible place, I'm still going to say, okay, but how, how am I able to be Marbek Chemayim where I am? As well as saying, okay, this is a Matzev where there's no hope for me, and I'm in a Matzev where it's beyond any any capability to pick myself up. I just say it's too late. But if my goal is, how can I be Marbek Kvayt I'm not looking for my own covet. My own covet, I already fell. I've already fallen. But I'm looking to be Marbek Kvayt Shemayim, so I'm going to have to figure out, and that's what he's going to give us the rest of the Torah, and Eitzah, how to be able to understand that even when I've fallen to Mekayimus Metunafis, even when I've fallen to terrible, terrible places, where I followed my own Chachma and Seichel, and it led me way, way off the path. I'm now no longer on the straight and narrow. I'm now all the way, all the way in left, at somewhere deep in left field, but I have to figure out, okay, right now, what do I do right now? How do I get myself back on the path of being Marbek Fayt Shemayim? How do I pick myself back up from that place and get back to the place of following the Rabbanisham with Tumim Shitas? And that's really what we're going to see is going to be the rest of the Torah explaining to us how it happens. And not just, you know, obviously we all know. Nachman said, Ancient Yesh. Nachman's not just going to give us the words, Ancient Yesh. Nachman's going to explain to us, Al Pikabala, and Al Pikhsidas, exactly how it works and why a Yid should not be Mayayish and how when a Yid understands the way the world is set up and the way everything's there to be Marbek Fayt Shemayim, then he is able to understand that even in the once I've fallen, even in the place that I've fallen to already, I have the ability to be Marbek Fayt Shemayim in a very unique way, in a different way than I would have had had I stayed on the path that I should have been on. But nevertheless, there's still an opportunity for me to be Marbek Fayt Shemayim and maybe even, even in a way that's even greater than where I would have been had I not fallen off. And once I'm in that matzah bidi eved, I can now make the I can now make the bidi eved into the most lechatchila thing possible. I've fallen into a place where I should have not gone to, but now let me turn that into being a matzah where I'm able to elevate that fool into being the greatest, the greatest uh, 
Aliyah that I have to be. So let's see. Let, let, let's pick up from Vafilu Kishanayfa. A few lines into the Torah. The first one in the line is Vafilu. Vafilu Kishanayfa chas v'shal masfekes. Even when a person does fall into sfekes, v'yeshin afilasa gedelu ma'id ma'id rechman alatzan. There's one part which is a suffix. I have a suffix. I don't know. Should I do this? Should I not do this? Is this going to be maruk v'yishmaim? Not maruk v'yishmaim. Or have a suffix about something much more fundamental? Does the rabbanis shalom exist? Does the mashem not exist? Right? Shanayfil sfekes v'ruhun mahar acha shemiz barach. I found a terrible suffix where I say I don't know if the mashem exists anymore. I don't know if the tefillah that I'm, that I'm davening in the morning, if anybody's listening on the other side of the walls or anybody that's listening to the davening that I'm doing, is there anybody that cares about the fact that I did a mitzvah or did an avera? Is there, does anything that I do have meaning? So I fall to real svekas, real doubts, and we all have those moments when we fall to those places of just doubting everything that we know is true, everything that we've grown up with, everything that, we're, that we know is being so fundamental to our essence. There are moments when we suddenly start to doubt everything we know and we say, we don't know. I was talking to somebody recently. He told me Pasha has. Pasha, he said, I don't know where this comes from. He said he's he's been from you know, he's been from Amish from since you know the day he was born. He said there are times in my life where Pasha just have a suffix about the whole thing. I don't, I don't know if it's the Rabbanisham. I don't know if Yiddish gets real. I don't know if it's the Elam Haba. I don't know if Eretz Yisrael is the most important place in the world. I don't know if being a Yid is the most important. Pasha total 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 sveikus. So Yid falls to the place of Amish real sveikus where he has either sveikus about. Is what I'm doing going to be my Fight Shemaim or not? Which is a much lower level suffolk. Okay, I don't know. Is this the right thing or not the right thing? I don't know if it's coming from my own ego and my own self-desire to be able to promote myself or this is coming from a place of Kvayt Shemaim or a person falls to Nefilah Segedayla Ma'id. person falls to a real, real Nefilah Rachman al-Latsan Shenefilah Sveikis Ferhurim. person falls to a suffolk Mahar Acha Shemiz Barach. He's Mahar Acha Shemiz Barach to think, is there a Rabban Shalom? Or to question what the Rabban is doing to say Rabban Hashem, I don't like, I don't like the plan that you set into, set into, into action. I don't think that it's a good plan. I don't think that it's going to work out well. I don't think that you understand the way things work. I don't think you get what, what I'm feeling. I don't think you understand how difficult my life is. And you just threw another curveball at me. You don't really understand. And Rabban Hashem, if you would know everything I've been through since I've been, so a person has, Pasha, really, Mahar Hashem is Barach. person starts to think after Hashem is Barach means that a person starts to think that I have my own way of doing things. Right? Barry Kaplan has a book called If You Were God. Right, we goes through the whole this whole maracha explaining how what you what would you do if you were God, and you're gonna to come to the same point of realizing you know that you don't know anything, you don't understand anything. But a person starts to say, if I were the Rabbanu Shalom, I would run things very differently. I would set this up, I would set this up, I'd move this around, this around. So that's being mahar achashem That a person says, I don't like the way things are going, and instead of going with tamei b'samshitas, which that's part of what it means, tamei b'samshitas means accept the Rabbanu Shalom's plan. That the Rabbanu Shalom knows everything that's going on in your life. Rabbanu Shalom understands everything that you're going through. The Rabbanu Shalom is called makaymay shel olam. Rabbanu is called a makam because the Rabbanu Shalom is wherever you are and he's been with you wherever you've been, wherever you're going to be. The Rabbanu is with you, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually. The Rabbanu has been on your journey from the second that you were created, long before that, until long after you, long after you die. The Rabbanu has been on that journey. And therefore, the Rabbanu knows everything. The Rabbanu knows every thought and every, every bit of anxiety that you have. And the Rabbanu knows all the svekis and all the doubts and all the, and all the, the, the self-confidence issues. The Rabbanu knows all of that. And the Rabbanu nevertheless put, the, put this you know, specific circumstance in your way for a specific reason. So when a person is mahar acha shemiz barach, that means he's going after his own seichel and his own chachma and saying, I'm being mahar, I think that things would be better if they made a left turn over here. Af al pikein. Even though a person has had that nefila, where a person is no longer following the, the path of Tamimah Samshitas, where he's accepting what the Rabban Hashem puts, in his, puts on his plate, and a person is mahar acha shemiz barach, af al pikein hanefila vahayirida Nevertheless, the nefila and the arida, which means either just the thought of it itself, just the thought of doubting the Rabban Shem, that's already a tremendous nefila, or if I've done something because I doubted the Rabban Shalom. So I wake up in the morning, 
And I said, Rabbi Hashem, I don't, like the, I don't like what you put on my plate yesterday. I don't think that it was fear. I don't think that you dealt me a fear deck of cards. And therefore, Rabbi Hashem, I'm not davening chakras today. Because I don't, I don't know if you do exist. And if you do exist, I think that you're not treating me fairly. And therefore, a person says, you know, I'm, I'm going to follow through on that suffix that I have. I'm not going to daven chakras today. I'm not going to put on tefillin today. I'm, you know, I'm not holding by doing these things. So a person falls to the nefila and the yerida, but afal piquing. The nefila and the yerida, he tachles aliyah. It could become the tachlas aliyah. It's going to become not just you read the now, now the, the Swarm point out that Rambam is saying a very radical lashon, right? The, the, we have this concept of you read the aliyah, which is a gemara on makas, which is not talking about obviously you read it in terms of ruchnius. It's talking about when a person is standing on top of a roof, person is going down a ladder, carrying a you know barrel up and down. So about you read the but the Balshamtiv already taught us this concept of you read the that a person can have a yurida, and you read the ubi That part of the growth process is that you have to go up and you have to go down, like every roller coaster it has to go up and down. Every every uh, you know heart heart rate machine has to go up and down. That's the mitzvah of being alive. Is that you read the Every you read that a person goes through is part of the part of the aliyah. I'm not saying something much, much more radical. I'm saying not that you read the tachlas aliyah, that you read it is, is the pinnacle of aliyah, that this is the tachlas, this is the ultimate purpose of the aliyah, is the aliyah. Not just that you read the litzerich aliyah means that you had to read up, but okay, that, that's part of the journey, is that you have to go up and down. I'm saying, no, 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 the fact that you went down, that's, that's the tachlas. Not just it's part of the aliyah. That is the tachlis of the aliyah. When you're able to understand how to utilize that yurida, that yurida becomes the greatest, most you know, beautiful moment in your life. When you're able to look back at that and be able to experience that as being something beautiful. And that's ultimately real tshuva is when you're able to get to the place. If Tzaddik writes is that real tshuva is when you're able to get to the place that you look back at the things that you've done wrong and you're not embarrassed about them. Not only you're not embarrassed about them, you, you look at them with pride. Not in a way, Khalila, of saying, you know, I, I don't really care, I did Averis. But you recognize that those things that you did wrong, those the years of your life that you were involved in things that you should not have been involved in, were not years that I'm ashamed of. I'm ashamed of. There are years that a person is able to be really proud of the fact that he was involved in something like that because you recognize this, this is part of Aliyah. Tzaddik says a fascinating thing. So Tzaddik, he writes it. That's why we find that the Torah speaks again and again and again about the concept of not, not to, not to Make fun of a ger, not to talk about a ger, not to, not to tell a ger. You remember where you used to be, you used to not be a yid, and you used to be just a regular guy, guy in the street, and now suddenly became a yid. You're not allowed to say that. There's many Yisurim in the Torah, you're not allowed to say that. So Alex says, it doesn't say once in the Torah you can't do that to Balchuva. Why not? Why doesn't the Torah say you can't, you can't make fun of a Balchuva? Talk about where he is. Now, there is a lot like that as well, but it doesn't say in the Torah. The Torah doesn't say it. In Torah Shabbat, we have that concept. Torah Shabbat, we don't find that. Just talks about a ger. But Tzaddik says, because when a yid does tshuva, the goal of that tshuva is to get him to the place where he's not embarrassed about what he did in the past. You can only make fun, about, fun of somebody about his past when he's embarrassed about his past. So if a person's embarrassed about where he came from, so a person say, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed about what I did. And now you're poking fun about wh who I used to be. So I'm embarrassed. But if a person got to the place where they recognized that what I went through is what made me into who I am, so I'm not embarrassed of what I am. So the per you're gonna make fun of me? In the ultimate place of tshuva, in the tachlis of tshuva, a person can't be made fun of about his past averus because he gets to the place where he realizes that the yurida was tachlis aliyah. That the yurida that I went through was what made me into who I am today. It's what created me to be able to have the strength that I that I, that I am I, I am the person that I am the person that I am today. So in the place of Teresh Shabbat which talks about always the ultimate, it doesn't mention that lav b'chal. Once we get to Teresh Shabbat once we talk about that lacha, see right, not everyone's going to get to that place of the ultimate perfect tshuva, and therefore there's still a lav against making fun of someone, man, a lav their raisa. There's still an isra against making fun of somebody about what they've done in the past, because if they haven't gotten to the perfect pinnacle of tshuva, then they'll still be embarrassed of what they've done. But if a person really got to that place, I won't bother them b'chal. You can tell them, yeah, you remember you used to. Yeah, that's fine. 
I used to be that. That's true. And you know why I am who I am today? Because I used to be that. That's fine. I'm not, it's not something I'm embarrassed of. It's not something I'm ashamed of. That's who I used to be. You can show me a picture of me when I was a teenager. And that's fine. That's part of what made me into who I am today. And a person is not embarrassed. Because that's, the, that's the real tachlis is to realize that the Yerida is not just, okay, it was part of my group. No, that was the tachlis aliyah. That year that I had, that I struggled terribly, that's what made me into the person that I am today. That was the tachlis. If you want to be able to define what was the moments that made me into the great person I am, it was that Yerida that I had. And that's what Nachman's saying. It's a very radical lesson. Yerida, he tachlis aliyah. Yerida becomes mamish the tachlis. It's the purpose of the aliyah. Kida. And now he's going to explain exactly how that works. But this is, this is the chilek, really. This is what I'm explaining between Azamra, between a Taiva and this Torah over here. Because this Torah is talking about something much, much different. The Torah of Reish Pei Beis of Nekut Taiva is talking about when a person is in a Shver Matzav. A person is in a place of darkness. A person is in a place of, you know, a person is in a place where he, it's Oid Ma'atva in Rosh Hashanah. A person is in a place where he's 98% wiped out. So Nachman says, don't, don't forget about the Pach Shaman. Don't forget about the teeny drop of oil that's still there, that's hidden underneath the surface, that there's still a little bit of pure oil with the Chaisomer Shalkayin Gadol, there's still a little bit of oil that's there. Don't forget about it. Try to find that Akud and that Akud will shine like the Ur of the Menorah and will light up your whole life. And in Russia, when you focus on that little drop, then it, will, then it will be able to turn you around and you'll be able to come back to its Tzaddik. Terry Yud Beis is talking about much, much different than that. Terry Yud Beis is talking about the guy who has no Akud anymore. He can't find that Akud He's stuck in such a bad place that he's in total, total Yurida. So what's the Eitzah? The Eitzah is to find the Nekud He doesn't have an Nekud He can't find it. He, he's totally stuck in the place of such chayshek, such darkness, that he can't find the Nekud So Nachman tells him, don't worry about it. You can't find the Nekud that's also fine. Nachman has the Eitzah even for the guy who can't find the Nekud And it's called the Torah of Yudbeis, the Torah of Ayeh. That when you're able to find and recognize that, yeah, you're in the place of total, absolute darkness, but that darkness will itself become not just an akud that darkness will itself will be mahapech totally from chayshech and ta'ar. So now, now I found the, ulti- the ultimate eitzah to answer all problems. If I just have to find an akud so I can't always find it. But if I recognize that even when there's total darkness, if I recognize that that darkness, that yurida is tachlas aliyah, so now I've answered all my problems. Now, even when I'm in the place of Terry Yerbeis, where I'm mamish stuck, and we'll talk about the person who's mamish, he's in, he's deep, deep in Rome, a person who's in Krach Gadol Shabaraymi, who's hanging out in the worst, worst places, and a person's able to recognize that, yeah, I've fallen, and I've fallen terribly, and this is not where I should be, and it's not where I should have gotten to, and the reason why I got, got here is because I followed my own Chachman Seichel, as opposed to following what the Rabbanisham wants. I thought that I can outsmart my Yetzirah, I can outsmart the Rabbanisham, I thought that I could figure things out, and if I do this, I'm telling you, Rabbanisham, I just need one night where I could just do whatever I want and then tomorrow I'll be much better. And t- all the Chachmas and all the Seichel that Ayetzar tries to get us to do, all the Eitzah Das Tevara, all the place of Das, all where it tries to rise up, you know, rise up to the brain like the Valtanya writes and take over the brain, take over the Seichel and get us to, to excuse ourselves for everything that we do wrong by explaining how really it's the best thing possible and really we're just L'Shem Shemayim and we only, only have the Rabbanishim's best interest in mind. We just... It's an Avera, but I'm telling you, this Avera will lead us. Well, when we follow that, and we end up in the place of the Yever, Nachman says, even over there, when a person is able to understand, and we're going to have to talk about the secret by Rikas, when a person knows the secret of Ayeh, then a person will be able to say that the Yerida itself is the Tachlis Aliyah. Not just as part of, it's the Tachlis Aliyah. So now he's going to explain exactly how does that work. How does that, how does that make sense? How does the Yerida become a Tachlis Aliyah? Does it mean the Aliyah from before you did it? Because before you did it, he was on an Aliyah, technically. No, no, no. No, a brand new Aliyah that's only Shaykh when he had the Yerida. That's the Chedesh. The Yerida is Tachlis of the new Aliyah that you're going to get. And, and that's why this Aliyah that you're going to get, we're going to talk about right now, is much higher than anything you can get without the Yerida. So again, I, I will have to talk about, you know, you have to be very, very careful with this. And this is why 
perhaps the Baal Shem Tov didn't, give, didn't say the Lashon so strong, because it's a very scary thing. As soon as you read the Tachas Aliyah, so, and this, this, again, it ties back into what we just spoke about five minutes ago, is that you can't have shop Tzvi. You have to be very, very careful. You understand that this is a Torah which is meant to teach a person what to do after the Uida, not to teach a person to go into the Uida to make the Tachas Aliyah. Because again, and that's why it's important that you... That, that's why, you know, I, I said we have to tie the two things together. That's why the Hagdama to this Torah is to be Mishamshitas, right? So the Hagdama is, follow the Rabbanu Shem Don't mess up. But then he tells you, but if you did mess up, then there's, then there's, then there's Ayi. I, okay, so maybe I should mess up. Maybe I should Badafka go ahead and mess up. So that way I'm able to get to the Maila of Yeridi, Tachlas Aliyah. Zakhtar Nachman, no, no, go back to the first line I told you in the Torah. You're going to fall to terrible mistakes. You're going to end up like Shabbat Tzvi. Don't, don't go to the place of Yerida to have an Ali. Even though you read the Yitzchak Aliyah, you just told me. Yeah, but follow to me, Mishem Shittas. And that's why there's two things go hand in hand. You need to be Mishem Shittas. That's the first thing. Follow Shulchan Aruch. Don't make a move without following Shulchan Aruch, without making sure that you're asking a Rav and a Rebbe, and everything's followed. But if you end up already in that place, then we also have an Eitzah for you. Tzadik says something also in the Kanas Hashem. Tzadik says that the Gemara says that a person says, I'm going to do an Avera, and then I'm going to do Tshuva, and I'm going to do Tshuva. Fractive Tzadik, who are we talking about? A guy who's doing Averis, Badafka, and then going to do Tshuva? Tzadik says, the Gemara's not talking about such a Russia. You know who the Gemara's talking about? This guy, the guy who says, if you read this, Tachlas Aliyah, if Makam Shabali Tshuva, Oymdim, Ain Tzadikim, Gurun, Mechelam Lamoy, I don't want to be a Tzadik. I should be Yosef at Tzadik? No, I want to be Yehuda. Yehuda is the one who goes down. He has with Tamar. I want to be the Yehuda. I want to go down. I'm going to do an Avera, and then I'll do Tshuva. You know why? Because then you read the Tachas Aliyah. Because then I'll be able to get to Bamakam Bali Tshuva. I'm them. Ain't Siddiquim Gemurim Lechel Mami. It's like the Tzadik. Emma speak me out the last Tshuva. Don't do that. Don't do that. Follow what the Rambam tells you to do. Don't be an Ibrach. Don't be an Ibrachacham. Don't try to think that you can outsmart the Rabbanu Shlom. That's what the Nachash told Adam Rishon the Yisim Kalikim. Rambam told you don't eat, and you're going to say I'm going to eat, but I'm going to be holier. Don't just follow what Hashem tells you to do. Don't think you can outsmart him. Don't think you can get more Elam Haba by, by figuring out. There's no cheat codes in, in getting Elam Haba. Follow what the Bunshim wants you to do and stay, stay in the straight and narrow. Again, we're going to have an Eitzah for the guy who follows the evident. And everybody's to some extent, like he said, even, even, even as Mishalom, give various Mishalom about how bad the, the, the fool can be. Could it be Sveikas about maybe there's not so much Kavit Shemai? Maybe it's in my own Kavit. Which again is bad, but you know, Kiritai for Kavit, Matsin is Adam and Olam. It's a terrible thing to have Kavit and Yeshus and Gaiva and Skilu Oivet of Adizara, but it's not as bad as being Oivet of Adizara itself, right? So there's various levels of what that Nefila could be, and everybody has some aspect of Nefila. Everybody has some aspect, so he's going to give us an Eitzah for, okay, what happens when you, you moved away from the Sifkatan of the Shulchan Mishabura and you moved a little bit off the page to something that's not 100% perfect, or when a person fell, Mamish, 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 all the way, all the way down. This is going to be the Eitzah of the Eurydice Tachlas Aliyah to recognize that ultimately when I'm in this Matzah Bidiyavid, which I should have not got to, and if I would have followed Tumimusim Shitos, I would be in the perfect place, but a person is going to be able to realize that the Eurydice is going to end up being Tachlas Aliyah. Kida, let's see how he's going to explain to us. And again, yeah, he'll be, he'll, be able to, he'll be able to reveal and experience something that's even higher than the person who stayed on the path, yeah. It's like the Gemara Numa says again. It's a machlokes in the Gemara Numa. Right? We 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 quote the Gemara. Probably it's one of the most commonly quoted Gemaras in Numa. It's machlokes in the Gemara. Whether b'makam shet zadikim gemurim, b'makam shet zadikim gemurim ain't or the other way around. The, the Swarm said that the Pasha says or Tzadik writes says I think is all as well. And the Kanas Hashavim, Tzadik writes that it's the difference between chuv mehav and chuv meyira. Then he do chuv meyira. 
So then is b'makam shavali chuv. Then is b'makam tzadikim gemur. B'makam shet tzadikim gemurim aimdim ain bali chuv yechelim lamed. Can only chuv meyer. When you do chuv mehava, there's a den and ask like a schuyais. Then you get to the place of b'makam shavali chuv. And then I will see why. I think this Torah will help us understand a lot why that concept of b'makam shavali chuv aimdim. What 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 mila is there that? And that's why you read this tachlas aliyah because if you read this just part of the part of the aliyah, so fine. So then the guy who just stayed up here didn't have to go through that whole thing. So he's probably better off. But he's saying no, no, no. going down here gets you all the way up there. It gives you. It's mamish becomes. The tachlis of the aliyah becomes it allows you to experience something that's even greater than had you not had the yirida in the first place, and 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 again we'll have to the yirida doesn't have to be so drastic. It could be pasha like davening. That's also some aspect of yirida, and you have to be able to use the same eitzah when you have davening as a person's avodah desire. It's all the same. It's one big eitzah for everybody in all various levels of what the yirida is. But to recognize that the yirida can end up becoming tachlis aliyah when I know how to utilize it properly. Now he's going to explain it again. We're going to have to be marking this a lot, but he's going to explain to us exactly what this eitz is. And it sounds, it's a very, very pashta eitz. You know, say the words, I am a kam kavayda, and then everything's fixed. But we'll, we, have to, we have to understand in a very, in a, in a real, in a, in, a, in a way of understanding it properly in order to understand the mechanics of how it works. Right? You know, like I said before, you know, the words ancient Yish ba'ilam klal are true words, but when you understand the mechanics behind ancient Yish ba'ilam klal, it changes your perspe- perception of the words as from being a song to being a reality, to being something that you live with, something that's part of your essence, not just, you know, a nice thing to say, you know, when somebody's going through a rough day or a nice song to sing by Kiddush. It's, it's part of your mitzvah. So let's see, let's see the way he explains it to us, the way he explains to us exactly how it works. Kida, a person needs to know. Kishayrish, and we said da always comes from Ilum Atzilis. It's the highest place anytime he says the word da. Kida, kishayrish kalabriya, the shayrish of all creation, who are covered. The reason why the Roman Shem created the world is for covered. Everything the Rabbanishim created in this world is only created in order to be Mabrak Fayd Shemayim. I mentioned three levels over there, Yitzira and Asiya. Everything the Rabbanishim made, the Rabbanishim made for Kavid in order to be Mabrak Fayd Shemayim. Which means that the concept of Kavid is only Shaykh when there's somebody else, when there's some other existence. Somebody who's on an island all by himself doesn't need Kavid. And can get covered and can give covered. There's no concept of covered when a person is a singular person by themselves in Kaviyachal. The Rabbanisham Kaidim Briyasa Ilam was it was just Arain Saif, it was just the Rabbanisham. The concept of giving covered to the Rabbanisham wasn't Shaykh unless there's another, you know, another being put into place to be able to be Marbek Fayyamayim. So the Rabbanisham created a world. He created all the Tzimtumim. The Rabbanisham created our world of Ilam Asiya. The Rabbanisham created Hester Panam in our world. And then when a Yid goes ahead and is Marbek Fayyamayim, he reveals the covered of the Rabbanisham in this world. So Mamela, a Yid's able to create. That concept of covered. I think, like we said last week, Baruch Shem Kavod Machusel Elamvad is this concept of covered. Baruch Shem Kavod Machusel Elamvad, all the representation of the covered that's found in this world. Once a person comes into the world in which you can't find the Rabbanisham naturally, it's not visible to everybody who you know who's not looking for it. But the person who's able to find the Rabbanisham to search is able to be Marbe Kavod Shemayim. He says, "Kamosh Kasev Kol Anikub Shmi Lachvayde Bras." Ume Achar Shakol Never Bishvakvayde Yisbarach. Now that everything's created for the covenant of covenant of Hashem, Nimsa Shakvayde Yisbarach, who shares Kalabria. The covet of the Rabbanu Shem is the shorish of the whole creation, which means if that's the purpose of creation, so then behind everything in creation is going to have to be the word covet, because the whole purpose of everything in creation is to be Marbek Fayt that's, that's why creation as a whole was created. And that's why every part of creation was created in order, in order to be Marbek Kvayt Shemayim. So Memela, Kvayt Yisbarach, Hesharish Kalabriya. Everything, anything that a person goes through, any person, any experience, ultimately, 
if a person knows how to utilize it properly, can be an opportunity to be Marbek Fayt And it has to be that way, otherwise it wouldn't exist in this world. Everything. Now certain things, the way you're Marbek Fayt is best staying away from them. Swarm Ra. When there's something that I'm not supposed to do, the way I'm Marbek Fayt is I don't do it. So if I don't do it, then I'm Marbek Fayt and that item. Now what I just did is I just took something that was Usr and I said, I'm staying away from it. I just as Marbek I used the thing that was Usr to be Marbek Fayt Certain things are Mutter when I utilize them for something that's Kasher, for something that's, something that's you know, Avaydis Hashem. So now I just was Marbek Fayt through utilizing those items, but everything has to be able to be a way for me to be able to be Marbek Fayt which itself is, is so crucial for a person to know that that tachlas of creation is to be Marbek Fayt which means it's not that the Rabban Hashem is telling me that the tachlas of the base medrash is to be Marbek Fayt tachlas of the whole creation is that way, which means, you know, I was talking about this on Shabbos a lot with Yakislev and, and the Gila of, you know, Teresa Balshemtev and, and, and the Baltanya. This is the gilu of the Rambam. To make a dira bitachtoinim means that that everything in the world is an opportunity to be a marvik vayichemayim. If a person thinks that the only way I can be a marvik vayichemayim is by davening and learning only right here, and then when I go out to work, that's cut off, that's separate from. Ruchnius, it's a terrible, terrible mistake. Not only is it a terrible mistake because you're not utilizing the opportunity in work to be Marek Fayt you end up looking at work as being separate and independent from Ruchnius. And really, you end up having tremendous nefilas over there because this is not God's domain. Rabban Hashem's domain is in the base Medrash. And this is, you know, outside of Hashem's domain and there's nothing to do with the Rabban Hashem. If you recognize that every place and everything and every every experience that you have is an opportunity to be Marek Fayt so everything is avoided Hashem. Then I live my whole life knowing that everything I'm doing, when I'm going on the bus and I'm riding on, you know, riding on, on the bus in Yerushalayim and I'm going from place to place, even if I'm not going to the Kaisa, I'm going, I'm going shopping in Osharad, it's an opportunity to be Marbek How? I don't know, but I have to look to be able to find how can I be Marbek right now on the bus? Maybe I can learn and make a Kiddush. Maybe I can talk to somebody else, talk to somebody in the bus and be nice to them. Maybe I can stand up and give my seat to somebody. But it's all an opportunity to be Marbek When I recognize that, it just it opens my eyes to see that everything in life is an opportunity to be Marbek The Baltanya writes that there's no such thing as a great area in Avodah Hashem. Everything's either black or white. There's no, there's no great areas. Right? He says the word Sitra Achra doesn't mean evil. Right? We say Sitra Achra means the evil side. That's not what the words mean. Sitra Achra means the other side. What's other? Which means if you're not focused on Kedusha, then you're on the other side. There's no, there's no, I'm not on the fence. There's no being on the fence. You're either being Marbek Shemayim, or if not, then you're in, the, you're in this world of a Sitra Achra, the opposite. Because he says everything is an opportunity to be Marbek Shemayim. Not just the, you know, the world of davening and learning. Everything, every experience that I have with my wife and my children, every experience I have with my coworkers, every experience I have with my friend, every experience that I have when I go shopping is all opportunities to be Marbek Shemayim because that's the purpose of creation. That's why the Rav Hashem created everything, right? That's Lashon the Pasuk. Everything's created for my covet, for the covet of the Rav Hashem. Barasi, Yitzarti, Asisi, everything's created for the covenant of the Rabban Hashem. And a person has to be able to recognize and understand that. And then he can figure out what is the key to unlock this opportunity to be Marbek Fayyachimayim. Now, Rabban Hashem is going to talk about the most extreme case when I fell into the place of such darkness that it looks impossible to be Marbek Fayyachimayim over there. And he's going to explain how even over there you can be Marbek Fayyachimayim. But first, we need to know that everything's created to be Marbek Fayyachimayim. Everything's an opportunity. I heard once from the Balsham I never found it anywhere inside. I don't even know where I heard this from. I heard this years and years ago. That the Balshemta said that the the, the, Gemara, the Gemara says that that meyom shechar beisamikdash ein la kadosh baruch hu elo dalar amishal alacha. Prashim means that you know it used to be that the Balshem was you know malichal arts kavoidai, and now you know all the Balshem has is dalar amishal alacha. The Balshemta said again. I don't know. I don't know where this comes from. But I heard Balshem the Balshemta that he said it's not the MS. It says meyom shechar beisamikdash from the day the beisamikdash was created. The korban is is that people think ema kadosh baruch hu elodalaramashalacha. That itself is the korban that people think you know where the rabbanu is only the dalaramashalacha only the dalaramas the beis medrash and basic. And he's not found in the street. That's korban. 
That's what the Chorban is. It used to be Malaychal Arts Kavayde. People understood that. People understood that. Bunshim is everywhere. Everything is an opportunity to be Mabar Kavayde Shemaim. The Chorban itself, Chorban Mesa Mikdash, is where you think the Bunshim could only be found in an isolated location. Only when I go into Shul, that's what. Bunshim is everywhere. You can find the Rabbanshim at everything. You're taking out the garbage, you find the Bunshim going shopping, you find the Bunshim walking down the street. You can find the Rabbanshim wherever you are. I have to say from the Kutzka, the Kutzka said also that the, the Mishnah, the Mishnah Perkiyava says that Somebody's middle of learning. Uh, somebody's in the middle of learning. Masik mishnasei. V'amir man na ilon zeh. I raise him as chayv benafshei. Right. So, so it's a very, very harsh statement. The person's in the middle of learning and he stops and he says, "How beautiful is this tree?" I raise him as chayv benafshei. He's chayv misels. Again, all the mafarshim try to figure exactly what what he did that was so terrible. So the Kutzki used to say that ha'ilach baderech umafsik mishnasei. A person who thinks that no, I'm learning is one thing, and now I'm looking at looking at the beauty of creation. That's a separation from my learning. The, the Kutzka said, it's all one hamshech. Everything's one big hamshech of, of you're not, you don't have to be mafsik meshnasai. When you stop learning in the morning, you don't stop avoid this Hashem and now I'm doing other things. It's all one big hamshech of being marba kvayt shemayim. So when you're walking on the street and you see mana ilan zeh, that's part of kvayt shemayim. That's what the Rambam says and the Rambam gives over. What's the key to get a havas Hashem? Is the same, mana ilan zeh. So what I do wrong, you did something wrong. If you think that, that looking at nature is just something in and it of itself and looking at nature is something beautiful and not realizing that looking at nature, mana ilan zeh, is to recognize the godless of the Rabban Shem's creation, to recognize the Flay that's the problem, that you think that it's separate from your learning. It's all one Bekem Shech. A person's day can be filled with the Vayz Hashem and it changes, it changes a person's whole life. Which is not the Bashan Tzchid, it's a Pasuk, and Nach, but when a person understands that everything I do is, allows me to be with the Rabban Shalom, right? The Svarim say, B'chol D'Rechecha Dayu is Rishtevis Badad. That a person could be Badad, the person could be alone with the Rabban Shalom wherever they are. That I realize that the Rabban Shalom is with me. There's an opportunity to find the Rabban Shalom in everything I do. It changes a person's whole, whole experience. One of the, one of the you know, one of, one of the sad things is that, that often when people who learned in yeshiva go out to work, they think that, okay, you know, yeshiva, that, you know, sitting and learning a kail, that's the Rabbanu Shalom, and now I go out to work, so now it's, you know, I've now fallen to the place where now I'm involved in, you know, terrible, terrible uh, things because I'm not learning the whole day, and you know, there's no more, no more, you know, opportunity for me to be marbek v'yichamayim, except, you know, the 45 minutes or an hour a day that I learned the in the morning, and I'm sleeping half the time, so it, you know, there's no advice Hashem. It's 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 a korban. That's biyam shechar b'samikdash. That's a korban. The real truth is nesava kadosh baruch hu liyas leidiru b'tachtonim to be megalda the rabban shem in the tachtonim to be megalda the rabban shem in olam haza in this physical world. That's the ikar gilui of what he gets capable of doing. Right. That's why Yaakov Avinu tells tells Esav the beginning of the beginning of last week's parsha of Yishach Yaakov Malachim Lefanov Esav Achim and he tells the v'hayli shor v'chamar tzoyin avodah v'shvachos tayeg mitzvah shemart. He says I was involved in living in Lavan's house. I wasn't just involved in the base medrash. I'm not just the Ishtam Yoshev Ahalem. Yaakov says, if I was just the Ishtam Yoshev Ahalem, then yeah, maybe the Ish Sada has a certain mile over me. Because he was Zaycha to be Megalo the Rabbanisham in the Sada. I also did that. I went down to the house of Lavan and I worked hard day in and day out. Like, like the Pasuk says, he worked in the snow and he worked in the sun and never stopped for a day. Yaakov says, I was Megalo the Rabbanisham in the house of Lavan. I was able to go into the place of the greatest, greatest Klippa, Bikish Lava Makras Akal, and I was able to say Tarik Mitzvah Shemart. He was able to be Makayim the Mitzvah Siddur Rabban Shalom. Tarik Mitzvah means not just Lumila Torah. Tarik Mitzvah, all Tarik Mitzvahs. He's involved in Masamat and Memuna. He's involved in making making sure that he did things properly. 
He's involved in everything. All the Tariq mitzvahs. I have animals, I have I'm involved in I was able to stay the same Yaakov Avinu to be an Ishtam Yeshavalim. So Yaakov Avinu says, you don't have anything, you don't have any Milas over me. The Mila of Esav is that he's an Ishtada. But when Yaakov says, I'm also able to go into the Sada and I'm able to remain connected to Ishtam Yeshavalim. When a person understands that a person could be Sadaka Tomer Yifrach, but Keres Bavon and Yiska Shesulam Beves Hashem, when a person's planted in the base Hashem, it doesn't say, it doesn't say, then you're going to sprout on the base Hashem, in the house of Hashem. When a person then even when he goes out to the Chatzres, even when he goes out to the courtyards, he's still going to be able to sprout because he realizes it's all one big Hamshech. Where are my roots? My roots are in the base Medrash, but my roots are able to, the tree is so big. The tree goes through my whole day. So I daven a Shachos in the morning and that Shachos gives me the ability when I put on Tefillin and I daven to the Rabbanish in the morning, that gives me the ability to now go through the rest of the day connected to Shisulim Bavay Hashem. So now Mechatzus Elekeinu and Elekeinu means that's Teva, that's Elam that's the Hester Panim. Mechatzus Elekeinu and the Chatzur of Elekeinu and Yafricha, I'm able to sprout because I realize it's all opportunities. Everything throughout my day is an opportunity to connect to the Rabbanish. There's no such thing as a space that's void of the Rabbanjim. Less Aser Panamine, everything's filled with the light of the Vashem. Some things it's easier to, uh, to uncover, and some places it's harder to uncover. You go to the Kaisal, it's very easy to see the cover of Hashem over there. You go to a Shul, it's very easy. You go to a place, it's not so easy. So now you have to work a little bit harder to be able to dig a little bit deeper to find it. But a person has to recognize that everything in the Bria was created for the cover of the Rabbanjim. That's again, the, that's, that's in the Lachat Chilo. We're going to talk about the, the more extreme case of Bidiyavit. But the first thing is that, that belief. That amuna, 100% amuna, that everything was created, everything is an opportunity to be marbe now that we know that everything was created for Kvayyazbarach, so even though you're going to tell me, okay, so then the whole Bria is just one thing, even though, yeah, everything's everything's one purpose, but there's still chalukim, right? There's still a doimim tzmeach chayim adaber, and there's still an adam, and there's still a, a yid, there's still various madregas within creation. So a doimim is not magalo derbanisham, the same way tzmeach is, and tzmeach is not like a chay, and a chay is not like a madaber, madaber is not like a yid. So even though, yeah, the purpose of a yid and the purpose of a rak is really to be marba kvei shemayim, that's where Yaakov Avinu is able to be marba magala, because Yaakov Avinu is the one who's the spitz, is able to be magala, even the rak say, even the doimim is able to recognize. That there's Rabbanisham in the world because that's the godless of Yaakov Avinu is Yud Ekev Yud Chachma and it brings it down to the Ekev all the way down to all the way down to the heels. He's able to be Megala the Rabbanisham and everything. That's the mile of Yaakov Avinu. But Daimim is not the same thing as Tzemach. Daimim is one level. Tzemach is a much higher level. You can take Trumas and Maishus and able to be Marbek in a much greater way from something that's growing. It's something that's an animal even more. Chachte you can do for Shabbos. You can do you can make it into carbon. Many more things you can do. But everything is created. For the Rabbanu just in various ways. Everything in creation has its own shayush, its own way of being megalak If you turn back for a second to Tari Yud Zayin, I'm such a gishmak over there. Could that see it inside for one second? Over here in, in, in Tari Yud Zayin, where he says, if you look by, by the beginning of, Mamash, the beginning of Tari Yud Zayin, like the third line in Tari Yud Zayin, says, Kiyatzadik, and this is every one of us is a tzaddik. V'amach kulam tzaddikim ki a tzaddik mevakeish umachapeis tamed legalois haritzoyne shel shemis barach. The 
tzaddik is constantly looking and yearning to be Megala the Ratzin of Hashem Yisbarach, which Tzayin is the Gemara says, right? The Ratzin of a person is his covet. It's one thing that the, both the, both of those thi- both of those things go hand in hand. How are you Megala what the real Ratzin of a person is when when you the Ratzin's Tzayin is Shal Adam Zeukvayde. Kiyesh bechal davar Ratzin Hashem Yisbarach. Everything there's Ratzin Hashem Yisbarach. Hein bechlal abriah. Like we're talking about that, the all of creation is created for the covet of Hashem. So that's the klal of the bria, and prati abria, and so too in the pratim of the bria. In every prat and creation, there's ratzan Hashem isbarach. The hainu Hashem isbarach ratzah shezehadover yekach. Hashem wanted that this thing should be exactly like this. Betmuna hazois bukayich hazeh ubetava hazois. Somehow, the Rabbanu wanted that a cheetah should be able to run very fast, and an elephant should be very big with a long nose, and, a, and an ant should be very small and have a lot of legs and walk slow. The Rabbanu wanted everything in creation. It wasn't stam created that way. All of it's dear to be marbek kvot shemaim. V'hatzadik mechapes u'mevakish tamet acher elo ritzenis lahasig uleda rotsan Hashem is baruch l'chol daver. Now, again, to figure out that difference between an elephant and an ant, and an ant I don't know if we have the we have the kaiyach to do again. You can open parak shira. I'll give you a lot of a lot of a, a lot of clarity into exactly what the role of every animal is. But but he's not. We don't even have to go so you know to such a distance to try to figure it out. But everything and everything and everything in our own lives to figure out that there's a rutsan of Hashem in every single part of our create a part of creation. Kagoyim. Here he gives a, here he gives an example of the animals. Why did Hashem want that the lion should be such a such a you know, strong animal. The Russian wanted him to have a long mane and they wanted him to be scary and he should be able to roar loud. A little teeny, uh, you know, like a, I think it's a gnat, I think it's a, the proper English translation of it. A little teeny worm should be very, very weak. That's the lion itself. So you can figure out maybe what the, what the lion represents in terms of Kedusha, huh? Hebrew is a mosquito. Yeah, yeah like a, I think I think a gnat is I think the K N A I think is the or G N A. Mosquito. There you go, mosquito. Mosquito. Yeah. Going by going by and even to look in the Ari Atzma. Bnei Maza Eivor Shal Ari Tzurasekach. What What does this head look like? This Veishet Koyich Vatev Kazois. The Eivor The Eivor Acher Yeshet Tzuraches Vekoyich Vatev and Agacharos. Yeah, if a person just all you have to do is think about the fact that there is a reason for it. Forget about it. We're not going to figure out the reason. I don't know. I can't tell you why a lion has a mane and, and all the animals have a mane like that. It's a beautiful long mane and why goats have beards. I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason for it. But just to recognize that there's a reason for it and it's, all, it's able to be Megala Kavit and the Rabbanshim made it that way specifically that yeah, a mosquito should make noise when it flies around and annoy people and a lion should have a long mane and an elephant should be able to make this loud like trumpet sound. I don't know. But just just push it to stop him when you walk through creation, looking at creation, why should I have a reason for this? All of this is created with a reason. There's nothing that's random. There's nothing that's dear for no reason. I don't know. I just had a, I just had a wisdom tooth pulled uh, last week. I, I don't know why the bunch of made wisdom teeth. They don't fit into that. I don't know. The guy, the dentist told me, he's a friend of but he told me it was something with evolution that they say that, you know, as, as our mouths got smaller, so now there's no more room for the wisdom teeth. I don't know. Maybe that's true. I don't There's a hedgement for it. There's a reason why it's there. Even though it got pulled out, it's very painful. There's a reason why it's there. And there's a reason why, you know, there's part of a person's body, you know, an appendix. But there's a reason for it. Everything's dear to be marbuk fechemim in some way, and a tzaddik is able to be able to look at all of creation. He's able to recognize everything, right? That's what that's about. Tiny writes very often. Maybe sorry, echsa I brings the pasuk from my from my flesh. I'm able to see godliness. That the that the avos were able to look at their own body and able to see the ramach and shasa. Why do Moshe make this finger? Oh, it must be that it's connected to this mitzvah because there's ramach and shasa. There's there's 248 limbs and 248 mitzvahs and shasa and loisas mitzvahs loisas say. So able to able to figure out everything in creation was there to correlate to something. Nobody taught 
Avram Avinu Torah. Nobody taught Yitzhak Torah. They figured out by looking at creation, what's the tachas of a moon? Tachas of a moon is to do Kiddush HaKadosh. What's the tachas of a sun? To figure out, you know, the, to figure out Brechaz HaChama. And everything in creation, they're able to figure out exactly what the purpose of it and how it's able to be Marbek Fait Shemayim. So a tzaddik's able to do that. But he says, Why are, why is a rose look like that? And why does a sunflower yellow? Nothing was done random. Everything was done by the Rabbanishim. The Rabbanishim thought about every color flower that he wanted to create and it was all created that way for a purpose. Tzadik looks after those with He's able to see the, the 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 power of Klal Yisrael, the beauty of Klal Yisrael, and able to find that everything in creation is there to help bring out the beauty of the Rabban Shalom and the beauty and the beauty of Klal Yisrael to figure out all of those things take place. And again, it goes on a little bit later. Took very smart stuff over there in Torah time. But that's that that's this the Chudai Sangas over there. Of course, the Tachlis of all of creation is the Ratzon of Hashem. What's the Ratzon of Hashem? But that's all in a general sense. Now, if you're able to figure out that not just in a general sense, but every animal, but not just every animal, every opportunity, every day. Of my life, every moment of my life is an opportunity that the Russian put me into so that I could be Marbek Kvayt Shemayim. So now my goal is to be able to uncover the Kvayt Shemayim and the Ratzan of Hashem in every single thing that I do. Now we're going to have to explain. He says, That's why the Russian created the world with Dafqa Sarmamaris. Everything was created with its own Mimer, everything was created with, with its own, with its own utterance of the Rabbanu Shem saying Vayoymer all because each one of those have its own independent way of being Marbek Fayt Shemayim and again we have to know this on a Klolius level and then we have to know on a Pratius level maybe not about the Aryeh and, and the Mosquito but at least about the various things that take place in our life that all of those things every part of our day all the things that we need to be involved in including including the Klolius that came after now all can become our opportunities to be Marbek Fayt Shemayim once we understand that once we understand that everything has to be that way then we're going to be able to take it to the next Darga the next Darga is okay so now what happens when I fall so now there's no more now there's no more ability to be a Marbuk Fight Shemaim. The Mushroom created that in field also. The Mushroom created the place that you fall into also. And he created the, the Nisayan for you to fall into also. And you felt it in the the Mushroom knew you were going to fall there. So obviously there has to be some way that I can be a Marbuk Fight Shemaim, even in the Chayshach, even in the Nefila, even in the Urida, even in the Tachlas of the Urida, there has to be some way to be a Marbuk Fight Shemaim. <laughs> And that's going to be the goal. He's going to explain to us exactly how to do that and what the goal is. But again, the first takdama is to know that that's true. To believe that everything in creation is an opportunity to be Marbek Kvayt Shemayim. Mr. Shem will be Mamshech the next week. The next week we get after Mr. Shem. Shkoyach.